welcome to The Parent Pod, a happy place to find out all about pregnancy and the start of parenthood from the information-packed babycentre.co.uk. Hello, I'm Lucy. And I'm Claire. And we're here with a podcast for every week of your pregnancy, full of really useful takeaway information, candid admissions from our own experiences, having both had two children, and top advice from experts. We won't leave you holding the baby either. This podcast series takes you right up to when your new baby is 12 weeks old. So some of you might have had your baby by now. Yes, how crazy. You might have had what you thought was that really annoying scenario where you finished work and went into labour on the same day. Which is probably not quite what you had planned. Yeah, but I would say it's marginally better than going two weeks overdue where you're just desperate to meet the baby by then. Yeah, fair enough. I think you might be right, Claire. So if you've had your baby, you can skip this podcast if you like and listen to newborn week one. But for the rest of you, stick with us. We'll get you through these last few weeks. Yeah, today we're talking nesting, pooing and all the other things they don't tell you about life on the other side. Oh, can't wait. What's happening for baby? The average weight of your baby at 38 weeks of pregnancy is about 3 kilograms and the average length is about 49 centimetres. But as you know, babies come out weighing a huge range of different weights. Absolutely. So I know you're waiting for this bit. Your baby is about as long as a leak this week. Your midwife may be able to give you an indication of whether your baby will be bigger or smaller than this based on your fundal height. Fundal height is the distance from your pubic bone to the top of your womb. And you know that fine Lanugo hair that we've mentioned quite a bit? Oh yeah. That has largely gone now. She may still have some patches when she's born, particularly on her upper arms and shoulders. Yeah, get ready for some hand-holding as well. She can now make a firm grasp with her hands. Oh, how cute. Won't be long until you can feel those little fingers on your hand. Aww. If you're looking forward to seeing what colour your baby's eyes are, remember that the colour of her irises at birth may not indicate what colour her eyes will be when she's older. Yeah. Yeah. This is because the pigmentation in her irises need natural light outside the womb to finish developing. Isn't it amazing that it needs natural light to make them change? It's not an instant transformation either. It will take a few weeks or longer before she has her final eye colour. Yeah, I'm convinced that my sons actually didn't settle for a year. Oh, how many colours did he go through? (laughs) I can't remember, but it was a year and then they were green. Wow. Having for you. You may be feeling huge and uncomfortable during these final few weeks and try to take it easy. See a film, read a book that has nothing to do with pregnancy if possible, and catch up with some friends. If you're finding it hard to get comfortable in bed, then take lots of naps to keep up with your rest. Oh, I love naps at this stage. Yeah, any excuse. Always try to sleep on your side though. Although stillbirth is rare, recent research has shown that sleeping on your side reduces the risk. Don't worry if you wake up on your back. Simply roll onto your side again to drop off. Oh, Claire, this is a stage when people start nesting. Did you do any of that? Yes. Well, I moved into a new house a few weeks before giving birth. So there was plenty of work going on and I won't bore you with the details. But suffice to say, the instinct was there, but I didn't have many clear areas to nest. (laughs) However, I did make some meals and I definitely repacked the hospital bag quite a few times. Oh, I did that so many times. If you've had a sudden urge to clean the house, pre-prepare meals and get all your baby's things together, this is known as the nesting instinct. And it's something many mums to be experienced close to birth. Yeah, or some people might just call it getting organised. Yeah, true. There's no harm in getting everything in order, is there? But take it easy and rest when you need to. At this point, you never know when you're going to need plenty of energy for actually meeting your baby. Too much to ask. This week, the question you may not even want to ask your bestie is, I'm scared of doing a poo after birth. Will it hurt? Yeah, you won't be alone in feeling worried about this, especially if you have stitches or a tear. You may not need a poo for a day or so after giving birth, even if you usually go daily. 
but when you are ready to do a poo, it shouldn't hurt. It might be worth saying now, and I can only speak from my own birth experience, which involved being fully dilated and the baby getting stuck in a C-section. So by the end of it, my downstairs had been pulled around quite a bit. But basically the whole of your, what should we call them, your nether regions, yeah. that just about covers the area, I think, don't feel like they are your own. Mm. Um, it was a really weird feeling, but it just felt like... I didn't have quite as much control as I would have liked okay. for a little while. And apparently this is completely normal. Did you have that, Lucy? Well, I had vaginal birth both times, so I didn't have a cesarean. But I think it just all becomes a bit of a different landscape down there, doesn't it? And I remember it being a bit more sensitive for a while. I remember feeling really nervous about having a poo, though, afterwards. But actually, when I did, it was completely fine. So, yes, the area between your vagina and anus, the perineum, will feel quite numb. This is because the nerves inside and around your vagina are stretched from your baby's birth. The feeling will usually come back within a few days, but it can sometimes take longer, apparently. Yeah, I think the headlines here are that if you've had stitches or a tear, doing a poo won't make the tear any bigger or make your stitches come away, which is good to know. Yeah, that's really useful to know. And it's understandable to feel vulnerable about this part of your body. Yeah, Feeling tense will make it harder for you to do a poo, though. So try and relax. Yeah, top tip, drink plenty of water to ease things along as dehydration hardens poo, which makes it more difficult and uncomfortable to pass, obviously. Yeah, and a little exercise will ease things. So have a walk around, eat plenty of fibre-rich foods, obviously fruit and vegetables, wholemeal bread and brown rice or prunes. When you feel the urge to poo, don't put it off either. Waiting can make you constipated, which happens to about a fifth of mums after they've given birth. Yeah, and I've got another top tip for you. So you okay. can try supporting your perineum by holding a sanitary towel against it um, from the front, obviously. Um, <laughs> and this may make you feel secure while you try doing a poo. Um, once feeling returns to the area, this support may also help to ease any soreness because, you know, if you've got tears down there, it's going to yeah. get sore. That's good to know. It's worth a try it sometimes with these things. Also, once you're sitting on the loo, go on your tiptoes. Sounds a bit bizarre, but it's so your knees are slightly higher than your hips. You can also put your feet on a stool to lift your knees further while resting your elbows on your knees, if you can sort of picture that. Are we saying that that's a stool to help your stool? <laughs> Couldn't resist that one, could you? Um, also, try not to hold your breath to push, bear down or hurry it along. You just need to take your time and relax. Read a book or a magazine. It can all help. Yeah, or listen to a podcast. Or listen to a podcast. <laughs> if you're at home, make it clear that you don't want to be disturbed. And if you're in hospital still, everyone else is going to be too busy to know what you're doing in the toilet and why you've been in there for a while. Let's hope so. And your community midwife should check whether you've had a poo three days after birth. If you haven't, she can give you a type of laxative called a stool softener. Laxatives are safe if used for just a short-term relief. If you've had a severe tear after giving birth, your midwife will have prescribed a laxative already to make having a poo easier and more comfortable. What do you expect this week? From peeing like a horse to uncontrolled farting, there are some things from those early post-birth weeks that you may not hear about at your antenatal classes. Yes, but never fear. Lucy and I are here with the real truth, aren't we? Yes, no topic is off limits for our Baby Centre members, which is perfect if you want to know what really happens after you have a baby. So Lucy, I know you've had a dig around in the community for some pearls of wisdom from new mums. I have. Here are our top 10. So at number 10. If you've had a C-section, lie flat on your back after your first shower to air dry your stitches. It's too sore to use a towel and it's best to make sure it's totally dry so it doesn't get infected. That's great if you've got the time for it. Okay, at number nine. My first period after having a baby was horrific. The blood was pouring out with giant clots. 
clots. I ended up going to hospital and having an internal, but they told me it was completely normal. Yes, the bleeding can be really quite full on, as we said before. Check out the info on Baby Centre if it feels like too much, but it is heavier than the average period usually. Okay, it's all about poo at number eight. Babies can projectile poo and vomit. My daughter puked on my face when I was about to give her a kiss and my son's bum exploded all over me and the sofa. (laughs) Yeah, more (laughs) comes out of them than most people are expecting. And it is a rite of passage to have a big bottom explosion where it all shoots up the back and goes over every new or clean item that you just literally dress them in. Yeah, are you even a parent if that's not happened to you? Well, (laughs) exactly. So you may not be expecting number seven. If you tear vaginally, they might stick a finger up your bum to check that there are no tears up there too they will warn you if they check (laughs) is this the kind of info that you want to hear at week 38 yeah i didn't think so right moving on at number six for a few days post-birth i get this dropping sensation every time i stood up i really thought my womb might fall out of my fanny needless to say it didn't it went away once all the muscles had had a chance to heal oh yes people experience different sensations but like i said it might not feel like you're undercarriage for a while just try not to panic it is amazing how much you heal Moving on to number five. Okay, I like this one. You pee like a horse for a good while afterwards. It's just your body converting those extra litres of blood from pregnancy into water. I couldn't believe how many times I needed to go for a wee in a day. Yes, it's another thing to negotiate along with the baby, your stitches, your imminent poo, some visitors, the incessant peeing. (laughs) It is a weird one though, that one. I know, it's funny, isn't it? So top tip at number four. Have water next to you before you sit down to breastfeed. The second I began to feed, I needed water so badly. Oh yeah, I can remember asking my husband for that all the time. Right, I had forgotten about this at number three. Be prepared for nighttime sweating. The the bed sheets were soaking when I'd get up for a nighttime feed. And at number two, another top tip. I wish someone had told me that I may not feel that instant thunderbolt of love for my baby. I had a nasty tear and difficult recovery and think that made it hard for me to bond initially. If this happens to you, then don't worry. You absolutely will fall head over heels in love with your baby. It just might take a little extra time. Yep, good advice there. And lastly, at number one. When my baby cried for the first time, my milk started leaking from my boobs straight away before I'd even had time to start feeding. Yeah, I remember this. Your boobs can get crazy full of milk and it's almost like an emergency valve when they get too full. They just squirt out. Make sure you have some breast pads at the ready. I would also say put your older bed sheets on for the first few weeks as something is going to leak. Yeah, very good tip that one, Claire. So we hope those tips from the community will give you some heads up for the fun and uh, watery games that you're about to have. Okay, that rounds things up for another week. As always, please remember that the podcasts don't replace medical advice and you should always speak to your own doctor or midwife if you have any concerns. We hope you stay well, stay healthy and we'll see you next time for 39 weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the Baby Centre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Baby Centre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.